Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. <laughs> Hi everybody, it's Russ and my Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well. YouTube channel, please consider subscribing, hitting that bell icon. Gotta hit the bell icon to make sure you don't miss any content, every interview, any guests, because everyone is priceless and everyone is individual. Uh, and I wouldn't want you to miss any of them. Um, particularly as we've only got a few days left, then you haven't got football for another few months. So, you know, you might as well you might as well subscribe now and then you can start watching them all over again. Um, loads of great guests come up, including today's guest. You recognise him, part of the, the three Amers. It's Luke. Hi, Luke. How you doing, man? Oh, brilliant, mate. Absolute privilege to be invited onto the show. I thought it was only a small channel. I thought you only invite the big boys on. <laughs> Absolute no, privilege no, to be invited no. on, mate. It's nothing. And it's funny because someone emailed me today. He goes, I'm a nobody. Can I come on the channel? And I was like, no, nah, because this, no, not, no, you can't. Yes, you can. You know, it's like, just because you know, it's not, it's not about who's a, you know, if you're Tony Cotty or, you're, you know, a bloke who's a season ticket older for 20 years. It's all weird. It's, this is the thing that matches us, you know, um, albeit different, different, uh, different configurations of the badge. But that's yeah. all it is. It's all, it's all about West Ham, all about West Ham fans. And, you know, it's nice to some of the players on, but I, I like, I like listening to the fans because I think it's just like being down the pub, in it? And I think that's what I miss. That sort of like fan interaction yeah, down the pub. and mate, um, Exactly. No, totally. And that's how this channel sort of has gone like mental because of that. Um, now, obviously, you know, for those of you who don't know, uh, Luke's a PE teacher, so he's been a bit busy. Uh, <laughs> we've all had our feet up with our Zoom calls, but he's been on and he's been in the uh, in the school. Um, how has lockdown been for you in general, Luke? Just it has been a bit mental. Um, yeah. You know, it's a bit cliche, the thing with um, teachers have been more busy. They have, mate. They have. Trust me that I would much rather be in front of 30 kids then do it for a computer. You know what I mean? Mm. Especially, like, I've not taught PE for 10 weeks, and to take that away from me, that's my passion, you know, to teach kids sport, and that's what I love. And I've not been able to do it, obviously, because you've got to go and wash 30 balls, you've got to go and wash 30 punch bags or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So I can't wait till September when it goes back to some normality, to be honest with you, mate. Yeah, I know, I know. It's um, it's it's been weird, and obviously, as a as a as a young dad, well, I'm not young, but as a dad of a young <laughs> child, um. 
it's been absolute actually it ain't been too bad it's been it's been a bit of a nightmare to be honest because you know you i've got a newfound respect for all teachers you know regardless of what subject because fucking hell you, you know, get doing all these lessons every day it does my brain in my mother-in-law that's especially doing her brain little ends, mate. especially little little ones definitely yeah i mean shit, and, yeah, my daughter's eight and she's uh and you know it's it's where you get a situation where you you remember a certain way that i don't know subtraction was done you're taking away and even me saying subtraction she won't get it and i was like you know why oh because we do uh, taking completely away different now, mate. it's completely like, different ah! now, mate. it's like it's like it's like english as well it's like you know obviously they write phonetically and stuff so you know you look at the the story and you think oh it's just full of spelling mistakes but it ain't it's just written phonetically yeah, that, yeah, it's not, yeah. but yeah getting our head around it but uh and now <laughs> we've got our head around it we've got six weeks not doing nothing so uh yeah. it's been all good man it's been a good but obviously you know same with the football we don't have no football for 100 days and um the longest season in the world is just about to finish on Sunday. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's strange. Very it's strange. Weird, it? We've just had this little plethora, this little flood of football. Yeah. And then after it's been Sunday, nice think... because no, that's replaced what would have been the Euros, you know, those quick yeah, fire yeah. matches. But um, yeah, originally I didn't miss it, you know, because I was one of the ones beating the drum. We're going down. If it comes back, yeah. we're going down. You know, I don't think, I didn't think we had the mentality to do it. They're probably wrong. And I'm yeah. glad they have proved me wrong, mate. I'm glad they have. Yeah. You're right. It's been weird, isn't it? And it's like, but I think everyone, you know, as soon as restart happened, it was clear how much the play, how the fans, you know, are integral. And we know where they are, but they are integral because, you know, talking to a lot of ex-players, um, they say, you know, sometimes when you're feeling shit and, you know, that extra 10% that the, the 15% that the crowd gives you, um, they haven't had it. And it's been evident, you know, those first few games are absolute rubbish, not just West Ham, but across the board. It seems to, you know, in the last sort of two weeks, particularly, as you said, you know, we've obviously been, we, we, for some, we've found this sort of newfound form and we've got these professionalism giants. has kicked in, hasn't it? The, it, it has, like yeah. That, it really that has. winning mentality of just being an athlete has kicked in, you know? And it's weird because you've got, because at the beginning, when we played Wolves, Wolves came out and they looked like they meant business. And they obviously were really, and now they've fallen by the wayside. And it seems like the guy, and like Sheffield United, you know, he's always thought they were a very professional team. And it's really impacted their season, where our season has just seemed to, I mean, we could finish like, you know, above, above Palace, I think, you know, oh, looking at it. Dizzy Heights, Dizzy Heights, mate. <laughs> I'm gonna get a nosebleed. Get a nosebleed. We all and we all crit, we all criticise, you know, the, the Allardyce years and stuff. But I wouldn't mind one of those boring eleventh oh, place finishes. Hundred percent, mate. Hundred <laughs> percent. You give me eleventh place next year, I'll bite your hand off, mate. Eleventh place quarterfinals. I'm happy. Yeah. That, that, that's what I want next season, please. No headlines, please, no drama. Just no. nice, steady season. Yeah. Consolidate something. You know what I mean? Start building some sort of. RB lies pig bundle that he's trying to build or whatever, you know, if you believe that. I think, I think that's the way that's the way we have to operate as a club. You know, we have to operate that as a club because I think, you know, we're not gonna, you know, we're not in it for the football loop. We know that. But you know, it'd be nice to have a good team that plays plays good football, runs, you know, is committed. And I think getting hungry young people in from the championship, you know, obviously they're looking at Moises was at Wigan, he was at he was at Charlton, you know, Q, you know, he's looking at the SA from QPR and these type of people. That's who we need. You know, they're gonna be around and football the, the, the whole model of football's changed now. You know, you don't get your Billy Bonds or even your Mark Nobles anymore now. Um, you know, three years flip them and, and that's that's unfortunately the way football is, unless yeah, you're right, top right. echelons. And I think actually, you know, someone like Bowen is and, and Suchek, you know, these guys they picked them up not 
not massive players, you know, not massive, obviously 17 million is a lot, but not in today's taste money. But, um, you know, Suchek around the same 16, 17 million after you've paid his, his um, loan fee and his, and that should be, I think it's going to be announced soon, isn't it? I think we've done, that's all done now. I think Gio said it from Amma's chat about Socek. Literally, the day we sign him for 13 million, whatever it is, he's probably worth back 25 already. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, he's proved what a player he is. You know, he's just, he's yeah. so athletic. He's an absolute nightmare in the box, isn't he, for defenders? Yeah. So, again, like you say, it's that resale value. That's what I like. You know, if we're going to buy yeah. someone, at least someone that we're going to get more money for, or at least the same money. Because Philippe Anderson, now you look at him and you think, ain't yeah, getting yeah, million yeah, for right. him. Do you know what I mean? Nah. It's same as I mean, you know, and you're right. I mean, the last couple of seasons we haven't done that. We haven't bought players with a sell-on value in mind. Do you know what I mean? And even like, you know, as I said, you know, we won't. If you flipped, if you flip Suchek, you'd get 25 million. You're right. If you flipped Bowen, you'd probably get 25 million, 30 million already from him because he's already he's clearly going to be an amazing player for us. Um, and that's that's obviously the way. And until then, you're right. We wouldn't get we wouldn't get our money back on Anderson, Haller. Probably not as well, although you know Monaco want him apparently. But um, to go back to with um, with Kovac, but uh, yeah, I just think you know it's the way to go, and I think hopefully you know if we, we you know obviously tonight in a bit you'll have the uh, the championship finishes as well tonight apparently. I think that uh, as well. Part of me, I, I want Brentford to get up. I really like yeah. some of Brentford's players, so it's like, oh, if they stayed down, then we could take that Benarama and Ollie Watkins. That's exactly that's exactly my thought, and it's like, okay, well, then if and if like, I wouldn't mind seeing because then if West Brom go up, obviously Slav will come back, and I like Slav I as like a man, Slav. and and Slav. Julian and Julian and stuff as well. So, and it'd be good for Dean Garner, and you know, obviously he'll come back, and or even if they go up, then obviously his price tag goes up. Mm. So. It's, you know, it's, it's, I mean, you know, bloody hell, Fulham could still go up if everything else. I've got goes, a soft spot you know, for them as well, Scotty. I might, Parker, mention, I, Scott, I might mention Scotty later when we do our oh, little more oh. 11. But, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah. but, but obviously, like, you know, we can talk about this all the time, but obviously the whole idea is about your, your West Ham journey and your, the players that you, that you love. Now, in terms of your story, why is West Ham your club? I could probably guess why West Ham's your club, but why oh, is it? Originally from Canning Town, obviously. Yeah. Um, my dad's a West Ham fan, granddad a West Ham fan, literally every single person West Ham fan. Um, what what really got me into it, though, was a neighbour at the time used to work for Dagnam Motors. Oh, so good. she had access and um, she used to obviously like work with these people that did the Man of the Match Awards and things like that. Yeah. So she'd turn up my house when I'm eight years old with all these like signed pictures of Julian Pick, signed pictures of... Uh, Stan Lazaridis, and then one year, like this football came along, Steve Potts. Like at the time, I didn't really know what it's no. worth. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I like Julian, I've heard that name, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what really got me into it. And uh, my dad's land, my mum and dad's landlord at the time was Frank Lampard Senior as well, he used to own uh, own our property, yeah. Oh, amazing. And that's funny, isn't it? That's, I mean, that's that's I didn't have an appreciated till I started doing the channel. It's like all until like, I don't know probably the 90s maybe the early 80s um everyone had a second you know all the footballers had a second like line of business you know he said it was property or we interviewed uh jackie hughes and she was on the she was on the stalls next to harry redknapp's stall and john charles's and it's weird when you think about you know you, you can't imagine your haller you know having a fruit <laughs> and veg stall you know at south Ockington market or something like the that time as well a time like my dad says he remembers young frank would have been about 13 mm. she came into her house 
you know, like at the time, it's like, oh, that's just Frank Lampard's yeah. son. You know I mean, like, yeah. it's just surreal. It is surreal. It's true. Once someone I can't remember, it's going to really annoy me now. Another one we interviewed. They they went to hospital and saw because they were friends with the Lampards, and they held Frank Lampard when he was a baby when yeah. he just come out. It's it's funny, isn't it? And that's what I love about West Ham. You know, there's so many of these stories which are coming out, which we're sort of you know recording, and it's lovely because everyone has a, has their own individual story. Uh, and as you said, you know, little things like you know Frank Lampard senior was your mum and dad's landlord. It's brilliant, it's, and it just it just shows how West Ham just gets into you, doesn't it? You don't mean to, you know. Some people don't think they're West Ham fan, and then they end up at Upton Park over a season to get over twenty years, and like yeah. I don't know how that's happened, but uh, <laughs> it does. It just gets into you. Doesn't it? It's like yeah, when you look, particularly for you as well. You know, as a as a as a you know, as a Peter, as a teacher, you might have you might have parents' evening coming up at one night, and you actually it's like, oh shit, we're playing, a, we're home to Liverpool that day. Um, <laughs> it's like <laughs> might have, might have back end everyone all the meetings, so we're, we're done by. Yeah, so I certainly won't do me. Won't be doing me cough at the minute. I won't be going. Oh, I don't feel like <laughs> night at the moment. <laughs> Let's close the old school down. Right, You're, you stay in for 14 days, yeah. You can't yeah. go out for nothing. Start getting all your, your trace and, where's it, track and trace stuff. Track but, and trace, uh, yeah. And obviously since then, yeah, what was your first game? Do you remember your first game? Yeah, we spoke about that on a podcast actually a couple of weeks ago. It was Norwich. That's why we spoke about it. Um, it was uh, me and Paul, exactly the same game. Norwich 2-0, Tony Cotty, both goals. How funny. So I don't remember much about the game at all. No. Like, I just remember... The yellow and green, that's why it sticks out. The yellow yeah, and green. Yeah, yeah. Um, just walking out into that West Stand and being like, oh my God, this is incredible. Do you know what I mean? Just the noise. And you know, that first time you hear West Ham score a goal, it's, it's incredible. And it just like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. hell was that? Like, Jesus yeah, Christ. But uh, yeah, obviously didn't appreciate the whole moment at the time. You know, the players I was watching, Tony Cotties and people like that. But like, what a day, what a moment. Yeah. The smell of is and pie and smoke, you know, that Upton Park smell that you will never replace. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Walking past the village wine bar on Barking Road, just that's what I miss about, you know, about Upton yeah. Park. It's that whole I know you mean. community. Yeah. It's you know a what smell, I mean? isn't it? You're right. It's a smell. It's, it's a smell. smell. <laughs> I was talking to, I was interviewing a, a guy I used to work with at West Ham yesterday, and uh, it was, uh, we, we spoke about how, because he's, so I found out yesterday that he's a, pop over to the supporters club for a pint before kickoff and i was like oh okay so there i am you know holding can't go for a piss until the end of the game because of, and he's, he's having a beer but um but it's that smell of those burgers when it? it's that cheap yeah, burger yeah. smell and it's Bags, like you can't replicate fart, that yeah. sweat fruit and, and the spice. grass as well, isn't it? And the grass, <laughs> the grass, the grass when it made it's just, but yeah, and I, and and the grass on the pitch, let alone walking down Green Street. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that smell, and it's just like you can't replicate that smell, and it's like, and it's it's just weird when you think about it. I can still smell it. I can still smell the cheap. Yeah, you don't know what what meat was in there. I had no idea. But uh, just the program and, man that used to stand on the corner near the carpet shop. You know, it's just all these like yeah, little bits of your journey yeah, and your yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And the and the guy at the church who used yeah. to sell the pin badges and the yeah, the, the two for one two for a pound pick a mix guy on the other side yeah. and yeah no it's uh I was I find if I was watching Iron Man the other day I don't know why I watched it because because then it gets me all all emotional and it's like <laughs> but I watched it and it was like you forget don't you, you forget things uh, no, it's no, like, no. it was it was the two for one two for one pick a mix guy I thought forgot particularly but um, yeah I did yeah, a video no, down Green Street the other day actually. I, I was saying like oh look, there was a sweetie guy there was that there was that and literally like you say mate it gets me straight away like, I'm mm. in that moment of that last game and it's like <sighs> even a man my age 35 do you know what I mean it's like 
should be doing this. I'll stop crying yeah. on video. I know. I am. Um, that last game, I, I was oh, I was on I was on jury service that that week, and luckily my case had been deferred to the afternoon, so I drove up there early, um, parked in my usual spot, and obviously, you know, the security was a lot lax than it was at London Stadium, but I still my pass, so I was yeah I was, and and there was no way. It was probably about eight o'clock in the morning. There was no one there, but a few people sitting up, and you, I just could walk around, sat in my old seat where I sit with granddad and. You know, had a, had a wee in the changing rooms, you know, all these like, and it's like, should have had a shit really in the Man United one, but I didn't. Um, but, but yeah, no, it's, uh, and it was just, yeah, so emotional. And watching that again, you just, all these emotions came up again. It's just, and just the mentalness of the day. And it was just, oh, yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was crazy, though. Brilliant, weren't it? It was brilliant. It was one of those things where, where you know that it was, it was hot, it was awful, but it was a celebration. And looking back, you're like, it, it was, it was an amazing that that whole season was just amazing for us, oh, wasn't mate, it? I mean, you know, it was actual day brilliant. though. I was like a kid in a candy shop because yeah. I, I hung about, I, I got out of work at three o'clock and I was just hanging around the car park. And it's like, the Kenny O'Leary, there's Ray Winston, there's Steve Lomas, yeah. like, it's just madness. Like, the amount of autographs I got that day was ridiculous. Yeah. I was like a five year old kid running around. It was brilliant. It was brilliant, and uh, and it, you know it's, it's it was you know it was sad, and it, but you know we move on, you know, and, and that's the idea, and you know uh, it's you know it's not, and it's horrible to think, but you know obviously everything that's happening isn't necessarily for the older generation; it's for the younger generation. Like my daughter, she's eight. Yeah, I got her into Upton Park when she was three. You know, broke in, well, walked in. Um, so she had a picture there, but to her, West Ham play at London Stadium that's what she knows and you know and you know we think about social distancing we think about you know having to go back and you know potentially i don't know in september october they're going to have a, a few fans there actually the london stadium is really well set up for social distancing yeah, I agree, mate, I agree. wouldn't totally been agree. it really no. wouldn't have been no. um but it is you know I, I tried to do it the other day at the um at the uh Watford game we tried to set I tried setting up if I was here okay there's one meter there and two meters it's, yeah but it's just it is quite easy to do actually oh, yeah. it's so, a massive massive stadium isn't it right, so it is I mean it is yeah I mean so yeah and the, the old girl was falling apart bless her she was you know I mean I still had a I still had a tape deck you know? <laughs> <laughs> no I wouldn't play all the time but we still had a tape deck and stuff and uh yeah it needed a reason but anyway anyway we move on so obviously you know norwich two nil that was a you know, cut cotty goals you know brilliant how you both had the same first game yeah, it's well. really was, weird. How i mean i didn't that? know him at the time i didn't know him at the time that's, either that's brilliant yeah. i love stuff like that that's all serendipitous your sliding doors yeah. moment but um but since then, obviously, lots, lots of, lots of great memories. We spoke about, you know, the last game at Upton Park and stuff like that. Any more that stick out? Maybe the stuff, yeah, any stuff doing with the three, the three hammers There's stuff. Two or games, yeah, uh, like pinnacle to my life, and just yeah. like my 16th birthday, United away, Old yeah. Trafford, Fabian Bartes, that best day of my life. Brilliant. That Brilliant. 16th birthday, and usually 26th of January when West Ham got the FA Cup. So usually my birthday is not a good day. <laughs> but this year, I was still at school then as well. So year 11, all the United yeah, yeah. fans, like we were saying, the Cockney Reds, you know, we said, we'll beat you, mate, to go in school next day on that Monday yeah. and be like, yeah, we've done you, we've done you. Yeah. What a day, what a day. Honestly, one of the yeah. best days of my life that was. Uh, the other one, uh, I was there 3-0 against Tottenham. I thought my head was going to explode. Like the noise... 
was just ridiculous when Ravel Morrison's goal went in. One of the best goals I've ever seen live as well, that yeah. Ravel Morrison goal. Unbelievable. Unbelievable goal. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's um, it's funny, and it? it's always Man United with us, isn't it? Always Man United. I was talking to a bloke this morning, and, and, and uh, from a Man United YouTube thing, and he was like, "So, what do you think?" And I said, "Well, you know, when there's something on the line for Man United, we always turn up." Yeah, what do you mean? I said, "Well, okay. Well, I said, you know, I, I've I've got some great players. Yeah, Ludic McClosco. He he was one of my favourite. But yeah, you know, uh, you know so I literally just Winston Reid. You know, reeled yeah. off basically everyone who'd scored against Man United in the recent time. They didn't they didn't clock on. It was really funny. Um, but yeah, no, he's always Man United with us. It, it's it's one of those things where, you know, obviously that the Jose years we were, you know, we were we were quite dominant with them and stuff. But uh, and it's true. You have these certain. For me, it's always my birthday. It's always Tottenham at home. Pretty much twenty fifth of September, birthday cards of eight. Yeah, send a birthday card. Yeah, to, to, to the address. But um, yeah, twenty fifth of September. Pretty much if it's a Saturday, is always Tottenham. At, Tottenham at home. Um, I mean, usually win obviously because it's Tottenham. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's funny how certain games come around. And like you said, sixteenth birthday, Old Trafford. Oh, mate, it was incredible. Awesome. Incredible. I think you like nine, like how many th- thousand more people than you would do for a normal league game because it was the FA Cup. Um, yeah, ten thousand no, of us there that day as well. Incredible, incredible, awesome! Mate. All being, all being nutters, all screaming, all shouting, and yeah. uh, oh, what a great birthday! Jeez, what such a, great, a drug I've ever tasted as well. <laughs> really? They're doing, they're doing sausage sausage job job for, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a sausage job, I'll be quite clearly as you can see. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, oh, I'll have to, I'll have to go to Old Trafford next season. I'll have to have a word and get a ticket and go and try it out. Yeah, no, I like it. Love a good sausage job. Um, so obviously. You know, and obviously doing the, doing the three hammer stuff, you must it must be great doing that type of stuff with, with you and your mates and stuff. And oh yeah, mate. Yeah. When we started it, I just wanted to do a diary for the last yeah. ever season at Upton Park for myself. Yeah. You know, so like when I'm an old man, I can look back and go, oh, that was, that was bloody great That's day. That was, yeah. that was a great day, great day. And you know, it just sort of started getting a bit you know, a little bit of success. You know, we yeah. had some good guests on and. I did fall out of love with it for a little while. I, I will admit it. I fell out of love for it for about an eight-month period. Mm. Then I realised, you know what? It's not about the subscribers. It's not about the views. This is mm. a chance to chat with my mate, basically talk yeah. bollocks about West Ham once a week. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I don't get to see Paul. Paul lives in Belfast. He is my best mate. You know, that's the only yeah. time I get to see him chat to him once a week. And that's what it is. Yeah. That's, again, West Ham brought us back together there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean exactly. And it, it's so true. It's like, you know... It's like when I started this idea, it was like, yeah, might be a good idea. I'll have a go. We'll have a try. And, you know, obviously because I was missing football and stuff. And I've made so many, ama- like met so many amazing people and so many amazing fans that it's, it's you know, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I, I sat in that little, I sit in that little box. I don't really socialise with any, any West Ham fans really outside, you know, but now it's like I've got this amazing like bunch of people if it's on facebook or twitter or my phone you know text and it's it's so it's so lovely to have this sort of one thing now anything that's connects us is a, is being west ham and it's lovely so you as paul you know you're, you're miles not miles apart but you're you know, across the irish sea um and and particularly at the moment you know you don't get a chance to see each other and you know you can sit there and talk about west ham and it's great, isn't it? It's, I love it. I love, it's so much fun because, was, you know, my wife doesn't know I'll get up to, but because <laughs> you know, we're talking we, about West Ham. His wife does know well, yeah, 
Well, the only one she gives, the only one she gave a shit about was Harry Redknapp because she'd heard of him, and so and Chesney Hawks. That's the only two. And Chris Akabusi as well. Chris Akabusi is like, they're the only ones that she's given a shit about, to be honest. But um, it's uh, it don't, don't bother me. It keeps keeps me quiet, and she's got plenty to watch on the telly anyway, so she's happy as well. She keeps me busy. Um, now, obviously, you know what we try and do is this eleven. That's our idea. That this our sort of niche is picking this sort of hammers eleven. As I said, you know. The only rule is that you have to be alive to have seen them play. Now, to be honest, Luke, you've got a very similar spread to me, to be perfectly honest, in terms of your players. I mean, I'm only a couple of years older than you. Um, and so it'd be really interesting. Now, as I said, you know, <laughs> you, you're right about formation. Now, this new this new, this new way of recording, formations are out, out, the, out the window. You can play whatever formation you want, man, you know, because we can... Now, what's can the, the, the Nicky episode... Out. What's the Nicky episode? And you was like, oh, you have to stay with four four two, and I was like, oh no, I've gone with four two three well, one. God bless, God bless, Nick, God bless Nicky. He was uh, he he was one of the early guys to get on the channel, and then I was really sort of you know dictatorial on what you had to do, and actually you know it, having this sort of. Uh, Having the ability, the freedom to do whatever you do means we get some more players and different. I mean, we've had about 170 odd players, different players on the channel, not on the channel, but appear on the channel in terms of their people's selections. And, you know, by, by changing the formations and stuff, you know, I've had uh, Bobby Moore in goal because, you know, nothing will get past him. So we'll put him in goal anyway, you know, that type of stuff. And I think, why, why the fuck not? You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, all, it's yeah. all fun and games. Um, so uh, we'll start between, between the sticks for the Luke 11. Who are we going to have between the sticks, man? I'll just do it really quick, mate. Can't go every single position. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. And that's it. Good night. Can't go as well. God, every position. <laughs> I love no. Cole. Oh, mate, I, I love him, mate. I've got a lot of place, a lot of time for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, mate, I, I was talking to you on Twitter this morning, weren't I, about like, the players you have to leave out. And I've done yeah. a special note, basically, nearly for every position. Yeah. Like, the players I've not picked, Hislop, Adrian, Leonard Lamar, um, I used to really like a guy called Ian Fuhrer as well. He came yes, in for Shaka guy. Islam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge guy. Yeah. He was about six foot eight, I think he was. Really, yeah, really yeah. big guy. Um, I think there's no choice, mate, for me. Robert Green. Um, what? Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was Neil Finn. Ian Fuhrer. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, no, Robert Green. Green. Yeah, yeah. It has to be Robert Green, mate. Um, yeah. You know, he was hammer of the year, 2008. Uh, 2012 playoff was a big moment for him. It was just... You know, his last ever yeah. game. It was a great moment. Games that stick out, you know, moments. A lot of these players that I've picked out have got moments for me. Arsenal away. Like it. Man United away. Uh, yeah. 1-0. Um, it's amazing. I've met him as well. Top guy. I had a pink camera at the time <laughs> at the West Ham shop and he was signing shirts with Julian Fulbert and he's like, oh, I really like the camera, mate. You know, like just one of the really nice moments that I've had. Um, yeah. Great penalty saver as well. How many penalties yeah. did he save in the right one point? Yeah. Was it like seven yeah. or eight? I remember him saving yeah. Ronaldo's penalty in the Man United game one time. Yeah, just a, one, yeah. You know, just a top, top, top goalie, mate. Um, yeah. I see, you know, he's sort of parroted all the time, but he's harshly judged on that World Cup, mate. Of course um, he is, yeah. Goalkeepers massively, are massively, massively judged on that. And this guy was class he was he was class class goalie really was class top top yeah guy. He, and what i love about greeno is he doesn't take himself too serious i don't think goalkeepers do in general but he uh he doesn't take i mean you've seen the state of his you know shameless from wwe like haircut yeah. at the moment and i just love him and the fact you know he's, he puts you know chelsea you know european cup winner and he played that you know i, I love i love this 
the one thing I miss about going through this 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 sort of project, whatever I call it, channel, whatever. The one thing I've missed, I miss even more now, is characters in football. We just don't have them in football. We just don't. And and you know, the world's too professional. You know, the uber professional. You got social media, all that type of stuff, and you don't get people. I mean, people very rare. People like Robert Green and and Crouchy and people like that. You just they're just blokes, and they're just very fortunate to be given this God-given ta- talent. And they, they uh, really appreciate what they do. Yeah. Like a Jimmy Bullard character as well. Yeah, like just yeah, funny guys, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, and even like Razor Ruddock and people like you yeah. know that that sort of era of play. And obviously for us, the Monksies and the Mad Dogs and people like that. You know, it's, we just miss that, and I think that's why. I think that's why we never. That's why it seems that West Ham always. I think we'll play football fans in general don't have that same affiliation with players you know look man united like man united and pogba and people you know it's like he's he's so up there that you don't yeah i wouldn't see him down the pub you know what i mean you you hear my dad tell stories about because bobby moore used to run a pub and he stands called moros my dad says he walked in there and bobby moore's just sitting there having a drink like that's world cup winner can you imagine getting anywhere Mm. near harry kane for example if we would have won the world cup yeah it just it wouldn't happen you wouldn't get anywhere near him nowhere near him and that's just, like just the difference, Shaka. you know what I mean? You're right. And it's like with someone like like Shaka, for example. I mean, he's a classic example. I used to live in Loughton. And, and they, they all lived in Loughton. And, uh, and you'd be in Sainsbury's or was it Sainsbury's? I'd be Morrison's at the time. Um, no, Safeways or Morrison's at the time. They changed names. And and you'd see him because he's like, he's head and shirt. He's like he's a foot above. <laughs> he was a massive guy. And you'd go up and chat. I mean, I remember... I used to work there. I remember bloody Samasi Abu doing his doing <laughs> his week, his shopping, and he's Allegiant. like, "I got his, you know." And people like, "We yeah, don't get that anymore." And I think no, that's, a, that's a really no, for the kids of today. You know, they see footballers in this upper echelons, and I don't think it's it's a real sad thing. But uh, you won't get it won't change. But I mean, you get some people like you know Deck and Mark Noble and people I think like the that. The stadium moves didn't help that either, mate. With I us think it's just football in general, yeah. But I think most yeah. football in general. But I, know so what I mean. used to wait, you know, like even as an older bloke, yeah. you know, I used to wait. You know, I've got a picture of Lanzini and stuff like that from about six years yeah, ago. Yeah. But you you can't even get near him now. You can't no. at that moment now. You used to go down a training ground, Chapel Heath. I used to yeah. love doing that. Got loads of pictures: Joe Cole, Carrick, all of them. Did you know, like days yeah. Ian Wright back in the day as well oh right yeah no I just think it's, I think it's football in general you're right I mean with these massive these massive sort of uh stadiums you're right it's like the the fan the player most of them come in by coach now you know all together you don't get you know I know Ludo turning up in his Skoda or uh, or Martin Allen turning in his Dagger and Motors yeah. wherever he'd got that month and you, know, you don't get that anymore and I think it's a shame because as you said I think the, the kids would appreciate it more because they can start I mean I remember bloody <laughs> massive tangents but I remember going uh, meeting Pete Butler at a Junior Hammers birthday you, you could buy a birthday party with Junior Hammers in the little oh, wow. school next to it and you'd you know, it'd be like ten. It'd be like a normal birthday party. You get someone from the community centre who'd do it, and and part and parcel was a player would turn up, and you'd get to meet a player, and it was Pete. You'd never get that. Now. Never ever. No, get that exactly. Now. Like never. you know, you've been I don't know, Al's Adventure House in Fairlock Waters, and Anderson walks in. You know, it wouldn't work. You wouldn't work like that now, and I think it's a shame because you know these guys are absolutely cracking guys. I remember on you know. that as well. Just another one of them stories back to the beginning a little bit. I'm going back a bit, yeah. but I remember when I first moved to my second house. It yeah. was on Cumberland Road, uh, which yeah. is in Plasto, and moving that day. So as I moved in, Danny Williamson just moved to Everton. 
So he used to live on that road. It was like, oh, he Brilliant. plays stamp, Danny Williamson. And then, yeah, he moved to Everton the day I moved to uh, my house. It's just, again, all these crazy little stories. It's I love it. Yeah, yeah. Reflect on when I, when I used to live in Loughton, in Queen's Road, in Loughton, I don't live there anymore, so I can give the address away. Um, and uh, <laughs> and four doors up was a West Ham house. So West Ham bought a house, and they would load – Basically, it was full of it was full of kids, like the youngsters. So I think Joe was there sometimes, or, or you know, or they'd loan it out, or they'd give it to a, a new a player, you know. And yeah. I remember Adrian Whitbread. Do you remember Adrian Whitbread? Yeah, yeah. He he was in the house, and it was always like, oh my god, it's Adrian Whitbread. You know, it's like that's <laughs> amazing. You know, it's like I love just all, but again, stuff like that is just good to just talk about because it documents it on youtube and people can listen to it and i'm sure there'll be loads of other people in the comments saying oh yeah i my house was next door to i don't know papa boopa diop or you know, or, you know that, that's what i love that's what that's the great anyway yeah exactly pants do you know what i love the man i interviewed him john pansel he's a lovely, oh, he's a lovely he's guy still, mate. Lovely he guys. still texts me he's lovely i love john pansel and he was just so friendly and so like they all are i mean you, you interviewed yeah you know, i haven't had one one shit interview with a player because they all just just give you their time of day, you know. What I mean, and, and we'll and we'll talk to you like you're all human being and stuff, rather than you know, think they're better than you. Ever. But um, no, yeah. Anyway, that's the first key. That's yeah. the first position. Well, agree. Anyway, who's next? I'll let you just you just go through the team as you want to. Um, do you want me to go? Uh, should we do right back? We'll go right back. First, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. Um, it was a tough position. Like, um, I've had many great ones. Everywhere it's been a problem position. Yeah. Um, honourable mentions. Um, Schemmel, obviously, no, one yeah, season yeah, yeah. wonder, but being what a brilliant player. Um, I didn't mind Guy Demel as well, thought he weren't yeah. too bad at right back. Um, who else have I got here? Jenkinson, not bad as well on loan that first season on loan. He was quite a decent yeah, right back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've gone for one, I don't think he's been mentioned much on your channel actually. Lucas Neil, mate. Lucas yeah, Neil is my right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like Lucas Neil. Um, yeah, Ozzy, I wanted us to sign him as well. I was very excited when we signed him. He's, you know, mm. proper old school Aussie. You know, to take no crap, likes a scrap, really good at Blackbird. He was close to joining Liverpool as well, weren't he? I think we, he was, yeah. He, he signed for us for the money <laughs> and then he denied yeah. it. I remember that. Um, leader, strong, controversial. Yeah. A good player, mate. A good, solid, yeah. solid fullback, mate. Brilliant. Not often much attacking wise, but no. a great defender. Great yeah. defender. And a really good captain. Um, oh, you know, we've had, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, we had Anton on the channel and stuff, and they talk about Lucas Neal and his captain. And again, a lot of stuff doesn't get talked about in terms of him. So, um, so yeah, no, it was great to see. It was, it was, it's really interesting to see what, when he was talking about it, um, about you know some of the stuff he brought in to play. Um, he, you know, it was, it was two stories he mentioned. One was he made everyone give a percentage of their win bonus. He collected it in a pot. And gave it out to the kit man, the groundskeeper, oh, nice. the cleaning lady, the tea lady, you know, because you know if they were doing what they were doing already by giving a bit extra, they would go go above and beyond. And I totally yeah, agree yeah, there, yeah. you know, exactly. Yeah. And the second story was when we was having that re really shit bit of the season um, when Luke, when, when Curbs and, and it was Curbs and Mervin Day. He called a team meeting. He brought all the players in, and Curbs and Mervin were walking behind. He went, he went, no, 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 just just for players. Shut the shut the manager and assistant manager out. And Beatty turned around and said, "Look, we're doing absolute crap. You know, at the end of the day, if you don't want it, if you don't want to play with us, there's the door, man. And I'll have a word with Alan, and we'll get you out of the team." And everyone was like, 
<laughs> okay. And it made a big difference. He's a great yeah, I, 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 yeah, I love great. I love Luke. Good player, mate. Good player. Yeah. Oh, brilliant player. But well, I like okay. him because his name was Luke as well. I think that's what yeah, it was. Oh, his name's yeah, Luke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only other uh, one is Luke Chadwick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? We've had him on the channel. Nice guy. I, you know, nice I, lo guy. I love. He's a beautiful man. You know, he was so funny, and he's so. You know, that's what I like. They're just. He's the same as like Rob Green. You know, he just didn't take himself too seriously. He said, "Yeah, I didn't play loads, but I love my time at West Ham, and I wish I could have played more. But you know, everyone was playing better than me and stuff. Yeah, fair enough. You know what I mean? Okay, Luke. Uh, Lucas Neil is in. Luke, who is next? I'll go left back. Um... It's obvious, but I'll do my honourable mentions again because there are some great yeah. players I've really liked at left back. Yeah, yeah. Really like Scott Minto. I thought Scott Minto yeah. was really good in that Decanio era. Um, yeah. Stuart Pearce, I absolutely love Stuart Pearce. The yeah. fact that he stomped his leg in when he broke his leg and was willing to carry on and yes. play, for me, that you know, he has to have a mention. He scored one yeah. of the best goals, not best goals, but moments in the stadium. We lost the game. It was an FA Cup game against Tottenham. He scored a free kick. I've never seen Upton Park go that crazy. Literally, people were just flying everywhere. But yeah, what a player he was. You've got Rufus Brevich, you've got Nigel Winterburns, Jesse Powell's, you know, there's some real good left backs we've had. Yeah, solid. But uh, there's only one man, mate, it's Julian. Julian is a legend. I don't think there's a West Ham team that hasn't got him, you know. The guy is an absolute legend. Four times hammer of the year. Um I've written down here, left foot wand. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? It was an absolute so wand. Um, got West Ham. He loved kicking the person up in the air. Harry would get on in modern day football. I don't know. Um, he, I wouldn't, last, he wouldn't. I don't think he would. But yeah. See his last ever goal as well against Swansea. Uh, Joe Cole's debut as well, coincidentally, that game. Um, oh, cool. What a guy. I mean, that is, yeah. if you could define West Ham of our generation, You've got your Bobbies, your Billies that are that generation, but our Julian is yeah. icon, is true yeah. icon, absolute yeah. icon. Lovely guy as yeah, well. Totally. Yeah, lovely, lovely yeah, guy. and and he's just a, a lovely bloke. I don't think there's be much more I can say to be honest. Luke, you said it all. First person on the back of my shirt as well. First person I ever owned on the back of my shirt. Okay. Yeah, we had that ten years old walking in school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got a dick on his back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a great guy yeah he is man and there's nothing else you can say about him to be honest he's, he's what he is isn't he i'll let you carry on man you, you go for the yeah. team as you want uh, to. center back center back uh the first center back uh again my first honorable mentions mate for you stevie potts what a player you know legend loads of appearances um inge obviously brilliant brilliant player he didn't quite make the cut though he was close he was so so close and then I was arguing between these two guys on who was going to get the other spot at centre-back. So it was yeah. between this guy, Stimak, who I thought was a fantastic centre-half. What yeah. a ping he had on him as well. Winston Reid just gets it a buck for me. Just gets it yeah. again for moments. It's, it's moments, mate. Yeah, Millwall you're game, right. The Manchester United game... That's my door. I'm really sorry. My door is just banged on the door. That's right. That's right. Two seconds. I'm probably That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. Winston Reed. Carry on. 
<laughs> little interlude there. Everyone saw right. the back of everyone could see that my uh, my lounge as well, which is very nice. Anyway, sorry, man, Karen, you talk about which, yeah. So, and, uh, like I say, mate, Wilston Reed for me purely again for the moments. Um, yeah. Spurs away that 3 0 game, he scored in that game, he scored in the Millwall game, he scored in that last ever game at Manchester United, and for them moments alone, he deserves yeah. a place in the team. But, um, you're right, commanding. Exactly. Great in the air, especially after such a bad debut as well. He played it right back on his debut. Shocking. What a player. What a player. Such a shame the injuries have tarnished it now. Yeah, it is. I mean, also, you thought he's, you've got to think, he's been here almost 10 years. Still technically. It is 10 years, yeah. Because yeah. um, we signed him in the World Cup. Obviously, the, the big fanfare came along with it. It's like, are we going to sign this World Cup winning, not winning, but World Cup defender? And I was thinking, here we go. Here we go. Nesta's coming. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, New Zealand defender. And to be honest, they didn't write the World Cup. I think they, I think they even let a goal in, I think, during the World Cup. But uh, yeah, and he's he's been here for so long. And you're right. The best thing, I think the best thing that we could have done was went down because he then had a new lease of life in the championship. Yeah, year to build his confidence up, yeah, yeah in English football. Totally. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, I don't know if it's true, but obviously Arsenal and Liverpool were after him and it, we didn't go. And, he was uh, top centre-back. At one point, he was top, top centre-back. He really, oh, really yeah. was. Yeah. Unbelievable yeah. in the air. Everything. Him and Ginge were just immense at times as well. They were. And yeah. uh, I mean, you know, look at you. It was interesting as well is how how the relationship between players and and fans. We've spoken about it already before, but you know, you got to think Ginge has only been was had been here less time than than Reed. Um, yeah, because obviously he left and came back, but still they have you know. It might be just personality. Reed, you know, Reed was quite quiet. You know, New Zealand. You know, he was he was in obviously he came from the Danish league as well, where Ginger was a fiery Welshman, and sort of the, the affiliation. You know, you'd you'd have a stronger fan affiliation arguably with James Collins than you would do with Winston Reid, and it's just it's just, me personally, I think, but it's just funny how different players, you know, sort of. Yeah, it was get. it was a tough different one, mate. It was a tough one. It yeah. was a tough one between Ginger and Reid. It really, really was. It was tough. Yeah, tough call. But I just went with Winston just because of. He had that little bit more quality for me. When, he, when he's yeah, Ick Prime Winston Reed, he just had that little bit more quality. Yeah. Um, the other centre back, um, yeah, again, honourable mentions again, mate, for this position. Rio, obviously, what a player mm. Rio was. Don't really need to say much about him. And on Ferdinand, scored one of the best goals I've ever seen from a centre back against Fulham. Yeah. Goal. Um, yeah. For me, mate, this guy has to go in. It's Ian Pierce. I love the guy. I thought he oh, was, was my, yeah, amazing centre back, absolutely amazing. All scoring centre back, underrated. Ashner again yeah. was so so close to that England team. Yeah. I remember he got injured. I was at the game when he got injured, and I turned to Lee at the time, and I went, "Tip, mate, he ain't going to play for England." But like, he was so close to playing for England then as well. He was immense, and he was on He was on and what I love about some centre backs is this is one of centre backs who'd play up front. You know, it's like I'd love. Like, you know, like Chris, Sutton, Chris Sutton did the same as well. Didn't he? he was up front. He played, and and he was. I, I loved Ian Pierce. And you know, talking about you know the championship deciding, he's 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 part of the West Brom setup. I believe he's part of the scouting. Um, I believe he is. Um, and so uh, you know, yeah, could see him back. But yeah, I, I loved Ian Pierce. He's, and he wasn't given enough player. credit. You're right. He wasn't given enough credit. But he's got an um, absolute banger, I suppose, as well. Yeah, that you can find yeah, on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, he did. Yeah, he was. I like. Yeah, he's a good player. He was. He was in my eleven actually as well. Oh, right. nice. Uh, right. Okay. Carry on. Carry on. Right. So, like, yeah, like I said to you, mate, uh, well, the formation is for two. So I've got two CDMs. Nice. Um, first one, 
of a Marmite player, perhaps, with the modern ones. But it, for me, it has to be Scott Parker. Yeah. I, I think, he, mate, he carried the team. He carried yeah. the team for, what, three years? He carried the team yeah. on his shoulders. Yeah. Um, he did one skill and one skill only, but it worked every time. Little pirouette, yeah. And do you know? And obviously, Noble does that as well now. Yes, yeah. yeah. And also, I saw the other day, Deck did it as well. Oh well, it's, um, like, it's like passing of the guard. It's every like, goal he scored, life. every goal he scored, the passion and energy that came out of him. The goal against oh. Wigan kept us up that year. I was there, just absolute passion. The goal against Chelsea that people might not remember. What a goal that was. Yeah. Listen, he played for England. He won Player of the Year, the official Player of the Year, the Football Writers Player of the Year yeah. for a relegated side. No, and no, no other player players won that, to my knowledge. I might be wrong. I don't even uh, think anyone's done it from a relegated team either. I can't so, really, I can't be honest. So for that alone, yeah. he has to go in. He has to yeah. go in. What yeah. a player. What a player. It's true. Yeah. yeah, totally Fantastic, agree. fantastic footballer. Yeah. Just a shame he left there. He did. Well, I mean, this is the thing. It's like you know, it's like it's funny when people talk about people about being legends and stuff. And you know, the word legend is banded around. It has different connotations, different different generations. In the modern generation, it's someone who's probably been around about three or four years. You know, because that's about the average of a player. You don't very rarely get a mark. I think three time hammer a year. I think the only other people that have done that is Brooklyn Bonds Julian. Yeah. So if you're in that, you know, you're in that conversation. Totally got to be, I wouldn't say legend, like, like you say, it's that word legend, but he's it's, it's got diluted, I think. It's got diluted, yeah. you know. He's and and you know, when people go, Oh, you know, don't just in case, but maybe like Carlos Tevez, Carlos Tevez is a legend at West. He, he played half a season with us, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, games, got seven goals, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Where someone like Scott Parker, you know, I'd sit up there and I would see some games where if it weren't going our way, he, I mean, to be honest, he played with some. A crap team, really. In, in on paper, there was times where he literally went. I'm going to do it myself, and you could see yeah. him physically put his socks up. Was it the West Brom game? We was free yeah, down and that yeah, famous half-time team talk, mate. Yeah, that's a leader. Do you know what I mean? He was. He wasn't the captain. He may as well have been. He may as well He's have totally been. Totally right, because he was always yeah. talked about as being the West Ham captain, and he wasn't the captain. It was yeah, ups and all whatever you know. And it's uh, oh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> get out Oh God, Mr. Anton turns out to dry. Did the man who fight the man who who, uh, who famously retired the uh, number six shirt at West Ham? Oh, Do you remember that? <laughs> um, yeah, my other CDM. Uh, just a few mentions that I forgot actually, mate. Yeah. Uh, Mark Vivian Foway. Um, no, Wesley Soul yeah. was a good player and ahead of his time, I believe. You know, it was before that position was appreciated. It's not my pick, but you know, before that position was fully appreciated. Yeah, he was the blueprint, was wasn't it? For scradable. The... Yeah, it just it wasn't a recognised position, you know. Before Akalali and people like that made it cool. Yeah. Oh, it, totally. he was there doing it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Johnny Monks just purely for a running man a corner flag, <laughs> and uh, no, love him or hate him. Frank Frank Junior was a fantastic player. Love him or hate him, you know, great player. But um, for me, mate, it, I've got I've put Declan in, mate. I, I think Declan, you know, is the is best. The best young players I've ever seen come through. Mm. I think him and Scotty Parker together, if this was a dream world, you know, and they was playing together, you can imagine the rotation, you know, you go forward, Scotty, you go forward, Declan. Yeah. Excellent player, excellent attitude. It's West Ham. A shining light he's been for the past couple of years in some mm. poor seasons, you know. 
Just a wonderful player. I wish him well if he does go. Yeah, great player. Great player. He makes yeah, my eleven, mate. I, I, I know what you mean. I mean, he's he's a he's a phenomenal player. I mean, you know, despite the fact that everyone assumes he's going to be moving back to centre back eventually, I wouldn't because I just think he's a he's a cracking midfield player. And if he gets some goals in his game, like he did the other day as well. Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, you know, I'm being funny. Centre backs, you could go and get a decent centre back. Defensive midfield players are so hard to get, yeah, especially and with that box elegance. To box. Exactly, box to box players. He's a very, very rare player, and uh, yeah, I mean, obviously staying up, see what happens. But um, I, I mean, think we get a year. I think we get another year. At least another year. Yeah, and obviously, you know, Mark's gonna be working, gonna be playing less for us. Mark's club captain. Totally agree. If he's still at the club, but. Vet will be playing captain. Do you know what I mean? I just think, you know, I, I would literally give him the hat, give him the armband, you know, now and say, look, give us two years. There's it. We're going to build the team around you. We're, we're buying young British based players um, and you're going to be part of something. And, you know, someone like Declan, it might, I mean, you look at people like, um, you know, going back to the, the yesteryear before our time, Luke, the, went down with us into the in essence the championship and stayed there despite playing for in, yeah, it was England regular you know I'm not saying we're going down with Declan Rice because hopefully we're not because we, we, <laughs> we shouldn't be really as long as we don't lose 6-0 tonight, <laughs> as as tonight and, and, on, and on Sunday yeah. yeah but it could really give his it would be different it would be different having a player show a, le- a level of commitment and a level of um of loyalty staying with a club you know it's like martin noble martin noble's revered because he's played 500 games for a club back in the day everyone was playing three four hundred you know it's like you know we're playing 300 games no problem playing 10 years yeah, yeah. you know, when you tony gale every year was a testimonial year that's that was a normal being the modern martin noble god could you imagine but imagine, it would it would give him something different he wouldn't be one of those players you know go to Chelsea and like Mason Mount or go to Tottenham or you know it just I think there's a real opportunity to do something different with with, with Deck and it's up to him really it's but yeah, you know he's one of those he's one of those people who ain't gonna kick his toys out if we turn down and off from Chelsea I don't think if so, it's no. not if it was like 30 yeah he's 30 million and batch why we go <laughs> see you later um he won't do a pie and kick his toys out do you know what I mean no. he'd say I know my worth to the club and stuff but uh, no I love the man I love it. he's great yeah. And he's, he's again doesn't take his too seriously, does he? He knows he's a bit seems geeky. A funny guy, mate. Seems a funny That's what guy. I mean. I love people like that. They're the ones that you always use him for the prank videos, don't they? And stuff. And uh, he always falls for it. And uh, Dexim, Dexim, we digress. Dexim, yeah. who's right, So then it goes into a free, like I say. So free behind the striker. Um, yeah, on the right side of that is Tricky Trevor, mate. There's no, oh, I love him. there's no, there's no doubt about it for me. Um, I've written a few names down. Rusty Bukovic, Mark Keller was a good player. I used to like Mark Keller as well, the Frenchman. Um, yeah, tricky Trev, mate. He scored some of the best goals I've ever seen in my life. Uh, the goal against Derby was just ridiculous. Um, so talented provider. Lived up to his name, Tricky. You know, he was tricky. And for England. And maybe some great goals against Man City. And I think it was Cholton as well. He scored this volley that just seemed the ball seemed to go like that. <laughs> just what a player. What a player. Yeah. What a player. He was, and he was a great player, and he was, and he, he, and and what, and again, what doesn't tend to happen very often with West Ham players is we we don't tend to sign them in their prime. We always sign them, like you know, like, like Joe Cole, for example, bless him, but he was bookended, you know, and of his career. Um, 
same with, I mean, Trevor with, with, was coming from QPR and he was on the downward, really. He came to West Ham and then, you it's know, got back into the squad. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was, it was lovely to see. He's a, he's a lovely bloke as well. And, um, and yeah, no, speaks I, very highly of the club as well. Speaks very highly of the club as well. Trevor. He does, he does, he does. It'll be, it'll be on the channel eventually. But, um, but yeah, no, I love, I love Trekkie Trev. He's, um, he's what, yeah. I always talk about my granddad, good rest his soul, and his eyesight was going. And uh, but anything that was done good by a black West Ham player was Trevor Sinclair. It might have been a save by Shaka Hislop, but it was like Trevor Sinclair, the only bloody player on the pitch. And it's true, he, he just gave his all, didn't he? Whatever position he played, Fantastic that's a mark of a good player if they can play in more than one position. And that's what he did more often than not. But um, right, tricky Trevor on the right. Who's next, now, man? Right, um, we'll go. F- the left, then. Um, yeah. Honourable mention for Matthew Everton because you know, he scored a great goal in that playoff yeah. game. Scored a hat yeah. trick for us at one point as well. Um, set up Marlon Airwood for a goal against Arsenal, I believe, when we won one nil. Good little yeah. player, maybe a of a bottle oh, job. I don't want to say that about him. You know, he did like to tackle, but he was a good, yeah. a good player. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. For me, mate, he's the best player that's ever put on a West Ham shirt. It's Dimitri Pyatt, mate. I'm sorry. He's a controversial character, mate, but he's the best player I've ever seen. West Ham shirt. Now, saying something with some of the players I've seen, this guy finished fifth in Ballon d'Or. We are never going to get a player to do that again. Three kicks were just ridiculous. Time on the ball, the skills. Again, I come back to that word, moments. Listen, there was one every week. That season was just amazing. I'm privilege that I had a season yeah. ticket that year to see that man play. What a player. You know, even that was only one season. Me too. Ridiculous, mate. The guy is just sensational footballer. Absolutely sensational footballer. And there's not much else you can say. There really ain't. We're not going to talk about the bad stuff with him. No, <laughs> no you don't. You don't. That's, that's, that's the idea. And it's like, you're right. And I've said it before on the channel. I can't think of any other time, any other player where all your mates who weren't West Ham fans wanted him in your t- in their team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like he was, you know, when you're doing your fancy football league teams, Pyatt was one of the top picked players like in that season. You're like, you know, he was the man. And but he um, literally was no, top five players in the world that year. He was just sensational. I mean. Absolutely sensational. And the Euros and everything around that. It was just like, you know, he was, it was, you're right, it was an honour to watch him play it. He'd be in the Claret and Blue shirt for West Ham because one of those players come along once in a lifetime. And, uh, and yeah, what happened happened. I mean, but, you know, in the same way that he came to us in a dodgy way as well, you know. So, you know, that's what you get with those types of players, those mercurial players, you know, aren't they? They're the ones we you know, love, those, yeah, mate. And they, but you know that's the baggage they come with, and and so you know, I mean, yeah, fuck, we got, I mean, probably got another one of your another one of your picks. We probably we got him because he pushed over a referee. You know, that's yeah, the yeah, we got yeah. That. So, yeah. We'll, we'll forget we'll, about that. Definitely, mate. Um, yeah. So just behind the uh, yeah. striker, um, again, some honourable mentions. Like I say, Berkovic, Yossi. I really like Nobby Solano when he was at West Ham as yeah, well. Yeah, good shout. What a player! You know, he's thirty-seven at the time, or whatever he was. He might have been forty-five at the time. But uh, his passing was just immaculate. He was one of the best yeah. passers of the ball I've ever seen in the West Ham shirt. But you um, mentioned him a little bit. You touched him a little bit. Joe Cole, mate, plays behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Because I think Sinclair, Payet, and Joe Cole would just be ridiculous. The movement, you know, like the interchange of play. Um, yeah. I see his debut, fell in love with him straight away. 
Um, a Swansea game, 17-year-old coming on, about 200 step-overs. Mm. Um, and then the Youth Cup final was a few weeks later, 9-0. Again, what a moment. I think I was 15, I think I was at the time. Just, you know, just a player like, we've got a player here who's, at the time, you know, he was being tatted, the next Gazza, do you know what I mean? He, he was amazing player. He really, really was. The 5-4 game, you know, I keep talking about moments, but it's true. These moments, 5-4 Bradford, skillful, passionate. Again, I think he was a hammer of the year, 03 of it down here. But um, yeah. a player, you know, one of the best young players that's ever came through our academy. Such a shame when he went to Chelsea, the skill was knocked out of him. I was heartbroken. I was on holiday. Falaraki, when I was 19, he, he came up on the telly. So I'm enjoying one of the best holidays of my life. And he's sitting there in yeah. the Chelsea shirt. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. That's the most one of the most heartbroken I've been from West Ham as well. They left. That's it. Yeah. What a guy. He, what I a mean, player. Right. He was. He was an ama- amazing guy, and you know, still, still, you know, passionate fan of West Ham. He was his dad. His second spell yeah. as well. You know, his second spell. He scored a goal yeah. against Tottenham. That yeah. solidifies him. Do you know what I mean? Like, get that it, goal. It it's, it's so funny how many of our idols, the people we talk, you know, people we revere, part of the reason is they scored against Tottenham. You know, Johnny Arkson scored his debut. Cotty scored his debut against 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 Tottenham as well. And uh, you know, Joe was yeah, Joe was. And you're right. He you know he got skill beaten out of him when he went to Chelsea and what could have been. You know, but then again, you know, it's like today's football. You know, you don't have. I mean, he's. He was your typical free role player. You know, we don't have a free, no one has a free role now. Everyone's, it's so decompartmentalized. That's a long word for, for Wednesday. Um, but it is, and it's like he would, you just let him play. You know, he could have, he just played and he would have been. Two seconds. Two seconds. apologize. Anyway, I hope everyone's enjoying the show. Loads of good guests coming up. <laughs> just, just keeping people in. in, in right, sorry, that's my daughter. All right, that's one each. You done, done it. You done it. It's all right, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Joe Cole, you're right. He's just, he, yeah. He was a player who just let play. You wouldn't put him. Oh, in he's, he's beautiful player, man. Beautiful player. Um, player. It's good. What a goal for England as well. Just the last thing on him. Yeah. The goal against Sweden. What a goal. What a goal that was. Yeah, um, definitely. And up front, mate. Again, honourable mentions that like I keep saying. Arts and what a player. You know, for, he was my first password at school. Answer. when I used to type it on the computer, John Arson. As, as long as it's not now, you're okay, Luke. Yeah. Um, you you mentioned him, Carlos Tevez, mate. Yeah. yeah. In Ashton, uh, I used to like Craig Bellamy when he was at West Ham as well. Yeah. He's good, doggy little player, fantastic little player. There's only one man, mate. He's God. He's God to me. You know, he he is yeah, the leader of my West Ham religion. <laughs> Simone <laughs> Zaza. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, he is an Italian. It's Paolo, mate. Paolo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyone of our generation that doesn't put Paolo in their team, I, I don't know what football they was watching during that time. Yeah. This man, he's another one, mate. Good for us. He was. He, we wouldn't have got him. That referee incident happened. Yeah. Moments as well. Drama. Just You're right. Yeah, he's he's he? nickel of legend. That man is a yeah. legend. Like, he is just... He, he had no pace. No. He would dance for him. He used to dance. Yeah. He used to stand a man up. As soon as he stood a man up, the right back, the left back, make the left back shit herself. He was like, I ain't going yeah. nowhere near him. Because he would just... It's he that chop. He used, to, he used to that chop, didn't he? And that yeah. fake back heel, which 
yeah. was like the most overtly fake back. He almost winked. I'm doing a back heel, guys. Yeah. And everyone sort of went, oh, okay. But I know what you mean. He was, he was box office, wasn't he? The man was box office. Oh, mate, he was, he was sensational, box. mate. Absolutely sensational. Um, I was there at the Stamford Bridge, that one he scored. Everyone says that Wimbledon goal. I was at the Wimbledon game as well. That Stamford Bridge goal for me is even better. I prefer the Stamford yeah. Bridge goal, like the free kick-ups and then the left foot, bang, straight past. Yeah. What a player. I say he was there, that Man United game that I say sticks out as one of my best memories as a West Ham fan. I've met him a few times, you know, even now, he's starstruck. The guy is, yeah. he's God, he's God to me. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's God. There's nothing yeah, else yeah, I can so say about it, mate. He's no, God. nothing. I mean, the, you know, as I said, I think you're right in your assumption, in, in your um, declaration that Pyatt was the, was the best technical player you've seen, but the Canyon for me was the best player because you've got the technicality, yet yeah, that's one part of the pie. But you need passion, you need entertainment. I think to be a to be particularly a West Ham player, you need to entertain them. And and Decanio was, you know, you talk about the five four game, and you know that's just epitome epitomised West Ham that era. You know, you turn out thinking, are we playing Bradford? Oh, okay. But then we've got a game we still can talk about still twenty years later. Uh, Arsenal and, game and then, as well. We yeah, like exactly. completely did Martin Keown and Tony Adams. Like these yeah. guys are. Premier and League legends, on, and he had his shorts <laughs> on backwards as well. That's the thing. Yeah. He had his shorts on backwards because he was it was to stop being unlucky, and you know, and that's what I love about it. it's always all these sort of like. But that whole era, that whole Redknapp era, was a bit like that. It was a soap opera. You had like the protagonist. You had like the Decanios. You had the young, the young English players coming through from the academy. You'd have, you know. Uh, like a Stuart Pearson, people like yeah, that and run exactly. it at the time. Yeah, and then you had like these, you know, these foreign players you never heard about turn up and you know, Hugo Porfilios and Darnie. And, and <laughs> yeah, and yeah, exactly. But you didn't know and you turned up excited about what, what Paolo was gonna do. Um, excited about whether John Moncur was gonna get sent off. And you just had it was like all these little stories, and you know, now it's football's just it's so generic now, but you had all these different characters and stuff. Mm. And that was my first um, season ticket as well. That year was my first ever season ticket. That year he scored the Wimbledon goal. So you know, I, I thought, oh yeah, it's gonna be like this forever now. <laughs> little did I know. Completed you know it. I mean? West Ham yeah. support, I've completed it, mate. But um yeah, yeah no, I know what you mean, but it's you know, it, 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 as I said, they'll they'll be another there'll never be another Paolo, but you know, you'll you'll get a you know, for the for the newer generation, there'll be you know. We'll, I thought Arnie yeah, was close. You know, Arnie reminded me a lot of Paolo. Very similar mm. style. You know, stood a man up. And yeah. Didn't know what to do. That's the closest, I think. Like Pyatt mm. was just unreal, but I think yeah, Arnie's the closest to that. Yeah, because Arnie, Arnie had that. Yeah. You're right. Arnie had that fight. Do you know what I mean? And like Decanio would have that flair, that fight, and that sort of just on the edge of craziness. Yeah. And you know, he didn't know. One day, he could something an innocuous challenge would have flipped Arnie out, same as Decanio. He would kicked out or pushed the referee over or something. Like, you know. Um, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, he, he was probably was the closest we had um, to him. And uh, but no, it's lovely. Look, man, it's been great chatting to you. Luke. I've had, I've had yeah, a, I've really a blast, enjoyed man. it, mate. I've enjoyed it. We've had a real blast. Thank you to obviously spending that time. I could see some agonizing decisions as well. Yeah. I some late late nights, you know, cold sweats. I was sitting there like for about a week because I was meant to come on about a week ago. So I had the team and then it's like, oh no, I'm going to change. You know, like what you do with some dream team. It's like, oh, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. <laughs> it's the worst thing to do because you're on lockdown, isn't it? It's like everyone's doing all their decorating because they're staring, looking at a wall and they want to change.
change of colour. It's the same with football team. Um, and obviously, you know, obviously, guys, you know, get involved with the 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 Three Hammers channel as well, the podcast and stuff. They do some great stuff over there. It's lovely to watch, lovely to listen to. And uh, and for myself and from Luke, um, take care, everybody. We'll see you again very very soon. Come on, you eyes. Come on, you eyes. Come on, you eyes. Come on, you eyes. See you again too. Take care. Bye bye, everyone. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.